you know, when you've been an actress and you've played a role to get people's love and affection, you know, when you've had to do that or, you know, alter yourself in any way for that purpose, just to be yourself and be okay with being yourself is the prize. Like there is nothing better, you know, because you don't even worry about the relationship part. Like if anyone accepts you because you accept you and I'm 44 years old and this is the first time in my life mm-hmm. I've been able to say that, <laughs> that I fully accept me. And that feels so good. Hey y'all, welcome to the season finale of Boundaries and Grace. My name is Taylor Chandler and I'm your host. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I help people break from toxic love cycles. Today's episode is an example of the student surpassing the teacher. And that's why I saved it for last. We're going to hear from Sarah Harvey, who was a group member in Reattach. Sit back, get your pen and paper out or your notepad, pull it up on your phone. You're going to be writing some gems down that she's dropping through this episode. It did a lot for me. I think it's going to do a lot for you, too. I'll see you in the middle and I'll see you at the end. Enjoy. My name is Sarah. And how did we come to meet? Well, um, I think I first discovered you on Instagram, just following your posts. And that led me to your podcast. And I don't remember even which episode I listened to, but I just thought, because um, I was following a lot of therapists on IG at the time, um, because I had just finished the program doing like, counseling and human services. So I was really just liking the, content that people were putting out in the therapist world, specifically um, therapists of color, because there's not as many. So I was just trying to be supportive, and that's how I found you. And then um, your post stood out to me, though. And then once I listened to your podcast, I knew you were different, because (laughs) you were more, um, I don't know how you say, just down to earth and real. And you brought the information in a way that I could receive that even though the other stuff I knew was true, but it was just in a like, oh, she's real. She understands where I'm at and can mm. still give me the message. So I appreciated that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good feeling. So it's good feedback for me to hear too. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, whatever you'd like to share with this next question, however much or little works for you, right? But I'm wondering okay. what was happening in your life that brought you to this work and then to the reattached group? What was going on? Okay. Okay. Well, about the time that, um, that I learned about reattached, uh, my ex had moved out about three weeks prior and, um, still currently going through that divorce process. Um, But I just knew after having a lot of support around me in the previous months um, through doing clinical practicums and just honestly having all these classes with therapists teaching them and and being in therapy myself, I uh, was just realizing that the once a month session I was having with my counselor wasn't enough and I would I had begin to isolate myself mm-hmm. and so I just wasn't being as social dealing with what I was dealing with and I knew I needed a lot of emotional support so I was looking for that and and actually found that and reattached that is awesome and when you when you say emotional support like what does that what does that mean to you what does that feel like or look like to me that means um I can just be my authentic self 
and get genuine feedback. Um, when I say genuine, I mean like the truth <laughs> without, mm-hmm. without beating me down with it. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, but the truth nonetheless, whether it hurts my feelings or makes me cry or makes me look at myself, I, I've always wanted the truth. And because I'm somewhat of a sensitive person, mm-hmm. a lot of times um, close friends or even family would be afraid to tell me the truth because mm-hmm. I might shed a tear or be, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. show some emotional response. But I still always crave to know, okay, what are my blind spots? How can I be better? Like, mm-hmm. don't just let me be out here wrong and don't <laughs> right, know it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> just drowning and nobody is saying anything. Yeah, it's like, somebody give me a clue. <laughs> if you see it, if I got my face, let me know it's there. Don't just talk to me with that crumb hanging from my lip, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, that's that's really um, ah, that ability to receive the truth and like reality and to hear like oh my gosh uh, feedback like in a clear and direct way that's really really tough um and it's something that i really appreciate about people that join group and i really appreciate about that about you like even in your sensitivity i think you know i'm also a highly highly sensitive person but we we express differently and so for you i even knowing and seeing and getting to know like your personality through group for you to like be able to be as vulnerable as you are able to be and still hear feedback and like things that aren't quite right right or things that you could do better and I can really, really appreciate that about you. That's hard to do. That's really hard to do. I also well, struggle with you. like telling with, with with like balancing the truth with people. Because I, I I want to protect people's feelings. And at the same time, I'm like I, I can't just let people out. Yeah. Just you know, just drown it with that crumb <laughs> hanging from the lip. <laughs> <laughs> can I ask? You, I, go ahead. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. Please. I want to ask you this. Um, because I think this is a common fear that people have. Like it's like, okay, they want to know what's they want to know what's going on, like what turns to take and what potholes to avoid. Um, but it's scary. And so I'm wondering, like for you, could you maybe describe what it felt like to hear those like very clear and direct because we we process some things but then there are also like some really direct direct feedback can you describe like what it felt like for you to hear that kind of feedback from either me or other group members what what did that feel like sure sure um the first thing that it was just i had this realization that i absolutely was not alone Mm, mm -hmm. that but then that the group, I mean, it, it was almost like orchestrated how some of the similarities were just like, wow, we have the almost same situation. And I think that was the biggest thing that, that helped me stay vulnerable mm-hmm. was just realizing that there's no, the way we start relationships, that's universal. Like everybody has fears of, and everyone has desires, but everyone wants to be loved and nobody wants to be rejected, you know, but seeing how that played out in the group really just helped me stay open. And then when I did get the feedback, 
to be honest, I didn't process it right away. Like I, I would always hear it, but then I would know it sunk in later in the week. Like mm-hmm. then I would really be reflecting in my own time and it would kind of hit me like, and, and sometimes there was tears. Sometimes I was just like, oh, now like there'd be epiphanies where I, where past situations would make sense to me because mm-hmm. I could see more than my side, you yes, know, where I could see, yes. oh, this is how that other person perceived me when I was just trying to guard my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I made them feel rejected, wow. you know, and so just yes. seeing both sides of that really oh helped me literally in all my relationships from work to my close friends mm-hmm. and, you know, even just going through like trying to be open to dating, <laughs> you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's like a whole nother world that initially I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm closed off. I'm not doing that again. But even the idea that you can heal in a relationship or that healing can show up yeah. with another person, that was a huge thing for me because I kind of always did that on my own. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'll write in my journal or I'll, you know, I'll do that. But I realized that limited my growth to mm. only my perspective. Yeah. So now um, I can see wow. so much more and, and even be willing to listen more, <laughs> you know, like really listen to someone else without um, taking it personal, what they're saying or having to defend myself. Mm. Love that. Um, it's, I think about it, like I think I, and I use this metaphor um, kind of often, like a, like a Rubik's cube. And like if it was like a perfectly made Rubik's cube um, and we're so focused on our favorite color, which is our perspective and like our experience. (laughs) And then we we turn it right. And it's like, oh, I was I love the blue. (laughs) But right when I turn it just a little bit, there's the orange side and then there's a red side and then we can see. That, like you said, oh, I now can understand how I was coming off or how or how it was being received from someone else. And that other thing you said, which has to do with our intentions not matching, like what how it what ends up really happening or yes. how someone ends up perceiving right, it. like our behavior. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Like uh, when you when you were saying that, I was thinking about. Um, and you used another word earlier, isolation, right? Like a withdrawal. And that's something that yeah. happens with a lot of people um, in fear, right? And he's like when we're trying to protect ourselves. Uh, but that's right. Go the, back into the protective shell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even when you want to be present, right? Even when you even when you like the person or love the person. It could be any person, right? Any kind of relationship. But um, even when you want to be there, it can feel like you can't be there or that it's scary to be there. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Absolutely. I love that you said, like, even when you want to, because mm-hmm. so many times I would find myself in a behavior that I knew I didn't want to be doing, but I felt like I had no control over it. Mm-hmm. And it was like really just my fears and emotions taking over. But, it, you know, and I think reattached like honestly like just learning about who I am it was hard to face who who I am and say Mm -hmm. okay yeah there's this part of me that I don't like but okay now I can deal with it like because when you can't even see it then you don't know why people are reacting to you the way they are you're just like you know at a certain point you do figure out you're the common denominator (laughs) but you don't know what to do differently you don't know how to change and I found to be the most frustrating thing is like 
okay, I, I can see it's me, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, to just have that insight is just, it's helped so much tremendously. And just when I tell you, I wouldn't even have female friends get too close mm-hmm. because of my own fears of intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and part of it is just, you know, for me, I know it's just like, sexuality identity issues and Mm -hmm. and worried you know like if if i get too close will they think this or will they will Mm -hmm. they you know and and just being at peace with every part of myself and saying like okay it's okay to show up as who i am because who else can i be Mm -hmm. and if i keep like putting on these roles to be in a relationship then i'll still be alone in the relationship because they won't see the real me and I just got to a point where that wasn't going to be okay anymore. Like, I just couldn't do that anymore with anybody, you know? Oh, my God. I don't have to offer up an explanation, but but to have that peace within myself, you know? (laughs) Like, just to have that settled in my own heart to say, well, if I have to alter myself to be in your presence, then truly you don't need... you don't get to be in mine, you know, and, and not in a rude way, but just, yeah. but just in the, like, I need to go where I'm celebrated or where, where people, you know, will tell me the truth. I don't, I don't expect you to tolerate my nonsense, but like, mm-hmm. but still like, if you know, just a genuine, authentic connection. And, and knowing that that was something that was non-negotiable for me after feeling alone for so many years, even in I mean, most yeah. people that know me would say, oh, she's got a lot of friends. Everybody likes her. This and that. But that's not good if you're do- you're just really good at people pleasing and mm. you feel like you're just mm. an actor playing a role all the time, you know? Yeah, I do know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. But thank you well, for not leaving. Yes. <laughs> I'm over here just like nodding yeah. vigorously, okay, as you're describing <laughs> all of that. Like you're just like really beautifully laying it out. Um and you just sound so confident and you sound so centered. And when it's, it's coming from my core, I, yeah. I, I really feel myself just getting teary eyed right now, knowing yeah. that what you're saying is because you hear it resonating in yeah. my voice, even when I'm speaking. Yes. And because, you know, when you've been an actress and you played a role to get people's love and affection, you know, when you've had to do that or, you know, alter yourself in any way for that purpose just to be yourself and be okay with being yourself is the prize. Like there is nothing better, you know, you don't even worry about the relationship part. Like if anyone accepts you because you accept you and I'm 44 years old and this is the Mm -hmm. first time in my life Mm -hmm. I've been able to say that, (laughs) that I fully accept me. And that feels so good. Oh my God. I'm, I'm just like, I just feel like I could jump out of my seat. I'm so, you just, you're just lighting me up. You're lighting me up hearing like just the, all of it and the truth of it and knowing that like that, that, that shift is real. And when you shift into that space, you, it's like, it's literally, it's like your home, right? Like, oh, this is where I'm supposed yeah. to be. Like, wow, this is it. Like, I am me. I am. That's it. Like you just you, you yes. settled into that space, and oh, wow, yeah, the the weight is just dropped. That's amazing. Honestly, even when you said "I am me," like I remember being five, like it just took me back to like being five years old, and I don't know what I was 
to it. I was just looking at my nose, right? You know, you kind of look down and you can see your nose. And I was saying to myself, I am me. I am me. But five years old is the last time I can remember loving me. And even you just saying that, because I've thought about that experience. Like, why was it was like I had come into self-awareness in that moment at five, you know? Like that, yeah. that I'm not these other people that are around me. I, I am me, you know, and wow. that's like, that's return. You know, you see a little kid and they're confident and they, you can't tell them anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, sure, they still need correction sometimes, <laughs> but they're free is the point. Like they're yes. free, you know, they, they don't yes. worry about how you're going to perceive them because they haven't learned all that yet. And that's how I feel. I feel like that oh. freedom has been restored. And, and mm. again, like I, I, that's priceless. I can't. You can't put a price on that. Mm-hmm. And so just doing that work is worth it, you know, no matter how hard it is yeah. to keep showing up or to keep risking being vulnerable, it's worth the reward. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. All right. I'm about to be crying. We ain't, we're not, we're not halfway through our questions. <laughs> we could we could really really go down that road for uh probably hours i'm going to try not to do that to you but wow that this is this is really really good sarah um okay so let me ask you this what did you think that you needed from group and did it end up being that or did it end up being something else what did you think you were Well, um, like I shared, I, I felt it was the emotional support. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, a huge part of it was the knowledge. Um, I mean, it, it was more, it was deeper than knowledge. Um, but just, and some of it I shared already, um, as far as learning that we are all the same. Like, mm-hmm. everybody shows up in relationships with either their, you know, avoidant or, you know, anxious styles. But, like we all, um, we all have the same basic needs. Like we, everybody wants to be loved, and I just kept going back to that in my thought process. Like, you know, even in looking at personalities within the reattached group, you know, I just the way I think, I think, well, if we met in person, like how would we get along or whatever? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, there would be things that other people said or did that. You know, I'm like, hmm, I don't know if I would do it that way or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that mm-hmm. was part of the process to like, okay, drop all that. You don't have to look at anybody else in any other type of way because you don't want to be looked at, you know, in a judgmental type yeah. of way yeah. or like assessing someone, you know, which is, mm-hmm. I think, coming straight out of school, a lot of it is like, I'm like, what's her, what's her backstory? Or, you know, <laughs> but like, mm-hmm. you know, if you can drop all that and just say like, you know, who who is this person really? And at the core, there's just another person that wants to be loved. And when you can look at the world that way, mm-hmm. like even when someone does something blatantly wrong to you, I'm not saying tolerate abuse because I did that too. And thinking I was doing a service, mm-hmm. you know, thinking like, Oh, let me help this person. But I think that's part of what I learned too, is that that doesn't help a person when you, when you don't speak up and show up as yourself, you are actually hindering someone else from doing the same. So when you are able to show up and be yourself and speak your mind in a, you know, positive way, I mean, I don't think, I don't think you get what I'm saying, yeah. um, but, but stand up for yourself when need mm-hmm. be or, or um, boundaries is what I'm trying to allude to. Like having yeah. good, healthy boundaries helps everyone to get what they need. Like 
everyone can get the love they need and and not have to feel you know of course our feelings you're going to feel rejected sometimes when someone tells you the truth you'll take you might take it personal initially but you know yourself better than anyone else and one of the things that i love that i think you shared and reattached you asked the question what is it that you're pretending not to know Mm -hmm. and that right there (laughs) that question helped me so much because can't lie to yourself you can you can fake it or lie to anybody else but when you go to sleep at night you know you and you know you know who you are you know what hurts you you know what you need you know you know when you've done your best you know when you have acid you know (laughs) but you know yourself and so no one else you know can can put that label on you but you like you just have to know who you are and I'm, I'm sorry, I keep going back to that. I don't mm-hmm. mean to, but it's just that's really what's in my heart because a lot of these things that I've gone through in life, just, I mean, even being biracial, like mm-hmm. having identity issues with that, yeah, like yeah. trying to find where do I fit and all that. It, it, if I would have known these things when I was younger, you know, it just would have saved me so much heartache because I wouldn't have had to, yes. you know, do so much people pleasing or mm-hmm. just toxic, you know, just the lack of boundaries or blended boundaries of false responsibility for others i mean there's so many things that um that i could go into as far as that Mm -hmm. but that that was what i got from it the knowledge of you know just how we show up in relationships and and how that works like the dynamics of relationships like a practical toolkit to here's how you do relationships healthy (laughs) because i can't say i had that you know modeled even in the church when i was heavy into church i didn't see that there, there was a lot of manipulation sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> spiritual mm-hmm. manipulation. So I've, I've been through a lot of unhealthy relationships and now I can see them and just the ability to yes. see and discern that Oh my gosh! <laughs> I could see what I couldn't see before. So it's like, yeah. I, I don't even have to fall into the trap. You know what I mean? Yes. I, yes. It's like, it's like, it's like building a superpower. Like, it's like, you're like, put the, put the attachment goggles on and you're like oh this totally wouldn't work for me or this totally would and you can just kind of sense it in a different way see it in a different way interpret behaviors more clearly all of that I mean we could go on and on and on um wow yeah yeah it's interesting I think like a lot of people when they first um are thinking about reattach the mindset is usually something like, or the question is usually something like, um, I need to learn what not to do. And that's like what a lot of, it's like, I want to know what to avoid. And it's almost like, uh, not almost, I think it really for a lot of people is this rejection of self. Like it's almost like we get to this point where we hate ourselves, and people are kind of asking me, how do I become someone else? And what I love that you're saying is, what you're what you're reflecting back to me is that ultimately it's the opposite it's not about like disconnecting from yourself and building a new like personality it's literally becoming yourself like it's accepting yourself it's managing the like dysfunctional kind of behaviors that and thoughts that we have sure but the point is to be yourself not to like reject yourself anymore so i just think that's really interesting Hey y'all, pardon the interruption. First, check in with yourself. How you feeling? How you feeling? Second, if you're feeling like, ooh, I want someone what Sarah got. I want someone, I want I want to start moving down that road. Okay, I get it. 
So you can fill out the short interest form. It's in the show notes below. It's also in the link in my bio on Instagram at I am Taylor Chandler. The interest form is for reattach. That group is limited to 10 individuals. So if you are interested in joining the next group or one in the future, go ahead and fill that interest form out and I will reach out to you and we can figure out if this is what you're looking for. All right, let's get back to it. Yeah, I think that's the root of of relationships right mm-hmm. there. Like, if you don't have that, you may have what you think is a good relationship, but sooner or later, something's yes. going to come up totally. that reveals that it's not. You know mm-hmm. that that there's work that needs to be done on on your part or the other person, depending on where they're at with loving themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, I think that's a journey that we're all on and will yeah. continue to grow in. You know, because we're never the same you know at least I'm always striving to be better and and we're always changing so like if you're always changing there's always going to be something new you can learn about yourself and choose to accept or reject I still every day have areas where I'm like okay give yourself a little grace it's okay like you don't need to just just that um not being so hard on myself that Mm -hmm. was one of those things that I wanted somebody to tell me how to stop doing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um (laughs) I just like give me a you know give me the, the list of the five points of how do I stop? Because mm-hmm. I wasn't even, I was aware of it because other people told me, but I mean, in, in behavior, no, I couldn't see it. I, I just thought, well, you don't know how it used to be. I've come a long way, but no, I can see it now. I can see where, and instead of allowing myself to say those things or talk to myself any kind of way, I think like really, how would I say this to someone else and, and pause and like do that. And it sounds like <laughs> crazy, you know, as far as like, you have to take the time to do that, but but when I put it in practice, it works, and yes. I find myself growing in love with myself because mm. you know what? Yeah, like people, like I said at the beginning, like I was attracted to your information because you were real. So I had to ask myself, like, why is it that you can look at everyone else and and love to hear their realness? but you don't accept it in yourself, mm-hmm. you know? Because mm-hmm. it's like I would be attracted to people and listen to them, and they, you know, share their messy stories. Like, you know, and I'm like, oh, I love it. I love how they came back from this or that. And, but then I had my own mess and didn't want to accept it. It's like, why? Mm-hmm. It's part of the human experience. You're, you're not going to be perfect. You're going to mess up. You're going to have failures. But as long as you're learning and doing the best you can, okay. And some days, you know, your best doesn't look as good as others, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, just being okay with that and giving myself grace. Yes. That, I know, word. for me, is a work in progress, but I'm happy with it. Like, I'm happy knowing that at least it's in progress. You know? Yeah, at least we move it. <laughs> we move it in the right direction. Yeah, hello. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, no, not stuck, stagnant, going backwards. Right. Yeah. You've had yeah. so many shifts. I mean, it's it's like... I, 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 it's amazing to hear and to witness, and I'm so grateful to be a part of it. Um, you've had so many different turns, and the, it's like you just you just have entered into this like clearing space, cleared space. And I can tell you can hear when someone's heart has just opened up, and we're no longer like in this fear or in this darkness or in this like shrink, just shrunken down version of yourself and so that's literally that. what I feel like happened yeah. I, I, I appreciate you creating that space for that healing 
and and saying that because that's what I feel. Mm-hmm. I I literally feel it in my physical body yeah. when I'm vulnerable and when I share. I feel my like chest open up. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I'm you know I feel that even in my body. You know, I just feel open, and yes. I used to fear that because I thought if I was open and someone will attack you in your weakness but mm. I've learned that that is the power like to be open yes. because so many people fear it when you do it you actually are walking in your power and demonstrating to other people how to do it because yes. they really want to know they're never going to come up and ask you you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know haters aren't going to do that mm-hmm. you know people that that don't love themselves aren't going to lovingly come and ask you that but mm-hmm. but they still want to know and when you're able to do that, you know, I get joy knowing that me being me and being authentic helps set someone else free. Like that, uh, I live for that. So that yeah. just, you know, I mean, yeah. I had to be, I had to be free though, you know, yeah. you gotta walk in your own freedom. Yeah. You need to be leading, uh, you need to be doing one of these uh, groups. You go put, throw, the, throw, the, throw a little group together, okay? Because you are like such a great model for this. That's beautiful. Um, I want to know. Thank you. I appreciate it. You? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I want to know what's, I mean, gosh, I, I'm sure this, I'm sure there's a long list here, but if you could kind of um, pinpoint where you see the differences maybe the most in your life, um, can you expound on that? Where, where are you seeing the shifts show up? How is it like literally manifested in your life? The biggest shift I've seen in myself is my confidence Mm. and not doing that thing where you doubt yourself. So the minute that self-doubt comes in, it's like, I guess because I've dealt with it for so long and um, even that phrase like missed opportunities, like I I would just feel like, you know, whether it was a business thing or, or a social thing, you know, oh, that was a missed opportunity. I would get so down on myself and those are some of the darkest days for me where I felt like if I had just listened to myself that could have happened and I just got to a point where I didn't want to miss it anymore like I did not want to miss anything that was for me you know and mm-hmm. and I, I had to learn too like that's part of it like missing opportunities is part of the process to where you don't and accept that and say okay like I learned from that like when I hear you know, on the inside to do something in this moment, go ahead and act on that because, you know, that's, that's coming from someplace deeper than my conscious awareness. You know, that's, that's the infinite intelligence telling me, Hey, here's do this. This will work for you. And so just to give you a practical example, mm-hmm. um, I, I just, you know, kind of heard on the inside, like redo your resume. There was nothing happening in my life that said I should have. Mm-hmm. And like, I think the next day, might have been two days later um a boss came and asked me for my resume and then I ended up getting like a promotion um just by doing that and but I had had that happen so many times where I didn't do it you know what I mean and so I just you know whether it be in relationship or however I just I just knew I didn't want to go around that circle again (laughs) you -hmm. know like because if I start beating myself up on that one again it might take years to break you know what I mean it's like okay if, if all I do is just trust myself mm. you know because I think that's kind of equivalent and that this is literally just coming to me as I'm saying it but mm-hmm. I think trusting yourself and being okay with trusting yourself is just mm-hmm. as serious like just as deep as loving yourself because yeah, 
really, if you don't trust yeah. you, yeah. how is someone else going to trust yeah. you, you know, yeah. in a relationship? Yes. And then you still yes. feel like you're faking, you know, you still feel yes. like, oh, wow. if they knew the real me. <laughs> yeah. Trust comes up. I would say in every single one of my sessions, we talk about trust at some point. It yeah. is so, it's so, uh, it's imperative in this process. Um, this is like connecting back to your intuition, which is essentially connecting back to you. And I see that as connecting back to God. Um, and yeah. that is like opening up the, ch- like, like opening up the actual possibility of true love that i as you're saying that wow i mean i'm just like i i have chills like i i've i have not as much as i talk about both of these things right love and trust the way that you just said it like i don't it was almost like you just turned like a screw in my brain and it was it was like doop yeah they no, something it, just like something just merged together that was really nice taylor when i tell you that's that's what i mean because i'm not that smart <laughs> you know like i'm smart but like it came to me just like that and that's yeah, that's why that yeah. right there is why i have to trust what what's happening on the inside because yes. I, I do believe it's god i yes. i don't think you know personally that's my you know is god wow. Wait, can you, you're breaking up a bit. Can you, can you repeat those last 15 uh, seconds? Sure, sure. I said, when we yield to that, we can do amazing things. Cause mm-hmm. for me, that lack of trust showed up even in my relationship with God. I mean, really that's, that's where it showed up first, but I wasn't aware of it. And then when I got to the core of everything, it's like, Oh, I'm afraid even to trust God with my life. <laughs> you know, and that's how deep wow, it got yes. for me. It's just like yeah. I had to say, "Am I really willing to surrender? <laughs> like, why am I afraid to surrender to who created me? Like, mm-hmm. why is that so scary? Mm-hmm. You know." But but I had to like let that fear go too to get to this place of even being able to love myself or trust. You know that I do even hear from God. I mean, those are things that that were just I I just know the opposite of that, you know, and I was just like, I can't stay in that darkness. Like I knew where that was headed and I just, give me the light, <laughs> like give me, illuminate my mind to see, you know, I need to be able to see the truth. And when you, when you really seek truth, you'll find it, you know. Yes. I, before I ask this next question, I just have to say this. I just have to say this, that, these kinds of conversations are like, um, it's almost overwhelming. So I do this like regularly, right? And that's the crazy part is I do this like regularly. And every time, like in this, like in this moment, it's like overwhelming. And you would think I would have some sort of like, I never get tired of this. Like I never. Oh, how ever, you? you have a great job. <laughs> like, you have a great job, right? <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, um, yes. it's, it's, it's like when, when, when there are two people who, because it doesn't have to be me. It's just literally two people who yeah. are willing to be honest and, 
to willing to also say like, I don't know everything, but here's what I got. And willing to say yeah. like, I, wa I, I wonder where I could do better, but also here's where I'm doing great. Like, and be able, being able to be vulnerable, like that feeling is like, it, it just opens up this channel for anything to happen. Like it opens up this channel for like, so like, like exactly what everybody, like what you were saying before earlier in this conversation, right? Everybody wants love. And it's like this feeling that like uh, a lot of people have this anxiety about not being able to get it and not being able to sustain it. And this is, I just have to say, before we get to this last question, this is literally how you do it. Like this, you just, when people say you just show up, like there's more, there's, there's things to that yeah. right? in a way like, okay, I need like, to be present and to be honest and to be trusting. But all of that is how you get exactly what you want. Um, and if we if we can just keep overcoming the fear of looking stupid or looking weak or looking needy or looking too emotional, all, all I mean, we could go on all of these yeah. fears if we can just persistently, consistently keep pushing back on that fear and leaning into like, okay, well, this is just where I'm at. That's how you get what you want. That this is how you do it. So I just I I mean. I, I, if you want to, want to comment or add anything to that, please do. But I just felt like I, I wanted to I say just, that. I couldn't agree more. I'm literally sitting here smiling so big because yeah. that it, I, I I've learned that to be true. Like I know that to be true. Yeah. Um, and as you were saying that about fear, like I was thinking of fear like a gatekeeper, and it reminded me of I think Will Smith has a video about when he went skydiving, mm -hmm. right? And just how scary it was and like but he made a comment at the end that like god puts everything on the other side of fear like mm -hmm. everything that you want mm -hmm. you know and and it's almost like i don't i don't believe it's, it's like a test or anything but i just think like anything kind of like anything worth having is fighting for anything worth having is worth fighting for anything that you want really you know if you can pass the fear test for it you can have it like if you if you can overcome your fear and release that then it's already yours mm -hmm. fear was just making you think it wasn't mm -hmm. and that that's how i see it you know yep. that's really how i see it yep yep oh my god this is so good <laughs> okay you've shared like so many things that uh i think people can walk away with just like i mean to reflect on or to know and or to, th to think about or to even like create more questions that would be helpful for people, but I want to know if you could make sure that listeners walked away with one thing in particular, what would you want that person or these people to walk away with? What would that thing be? For me, this was hard, but for, for anybody who's listening and does not know, you are worth loving in your ugliest state in your messiest behavior at your best you are worth loving and being loved and it's it's taken me a lifetime so that i'm worthy of love but if nobody told you you are worthy of love simply because you exist and there's nothing you have to do to get it there's nothing you could do to earn it but love is your birthright so receive the love that's around you and if you don't think you're loved 
look look around. Ask God to open your eyes and let you see the love that is around you. And I don't mean like the toxic love. I mean like there really is genuinely love everywhere. On my way to work today, I saw a rainbow. I saw that as love. I saw that as love to me just in the sky right there, love for me to receive. Every time I see a baby, I see love. When I see a little dog, I see love. And this is the love that is around all the time. Sometimes we want it the way we want it. We want it in this particular relationship with a particular person or you know, or however we think it should show up. But if you open your eyes, love is around you and it's always there and you're never alone and you are so worthy of being loved. That's that. That's, that's, wow. Thank you for this space for people to heal. I appreciate you creating this space. Well, that's the season. (laughs) I can't think of a better way to end it. If this podcast has been helping you out, if you would like to support a review, a rating is great. So just click those little stars on Apple. I would really appreciate it if you have an extra 30 seconds, drop a line or two in the review. I'd love to hear what it's doing for you. And if you would like to support me in the podcast and this work, you can send a cash app, a dollar or two or five, if this has been serving you in some way and has made some sort of positive impact. I certainly would appreciate it. And that cash app is dollar sign Tay Chan, T-A-Y-C-H-A-N-D. It's in the show notes below, as well as some other important links like the interest form for reattach if you're interested in joining the next or future group and have some questions you want to get answered or want to make sure that this is a good fit for you. Okay, y'all, thank you for being here this season, and I'm looking forward to the next one. Bye.